Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Town Show. This is Coach Andrew with Coach Tony, and we are back for episode four, our final episode of the All In series that we've been doing. And today we're gonna to be talking about how to coach yourself better. And we did do three other episodes in the series, so if you guys wanna look back at those and listen to those, we did one on never wasting an hour. We talked about the 168 hours in your week. We also talked about how to dig deeper in your goals with the five whys. And then we just recently released one on what to give up for success. So make sure you guys check out those other episodes. But today we're gonna to be talking about how to coach yourself. And this is coming from the standpoint of, we, we love coaches. We, we think that all successful people have had successful coaches at some point in their life, whether it be an actual in-person coach that they worked with or paid to work with, or someone that they kind of informally had as a coach through a book or a podcast that they just regularly listen to. And ultimately the good coaches that we've worked with and surrounded ourselves with want their clients, want their athletes to get to a point where they're no, they no longer need that coach to be successful. And in order for that athlete or client to get to that point, that person really needs to be able to coach themselves. So. Today we want to use this episode to talk about the benefits of coaching because that is part of what we do, but also help you guys get to the point where you can begin to coach yourself to get better results. So having a coach becomes a bonus as opposed to a crutch that you have to rely on. There's also so many different aspects of your life that you could use a coach in, um, in every aspect of your life really. Like if you want to become a better parent, you can have a coach. If you want to become uh, more spiritual in your faith, you can have a coach. Um, so we're just like one, we're just one piece. We're one little sliver of your life is the fitness side, like fitness and health. We coach that, but there's so many other things in your life. So even if you have a fitness coach, you want to take these things you've learned in the gym through your coach and start asking yourself these same questions to help you improve all those other areas of your life. Yeah. I find it interesting how like the, the most important areas of people's lives, they often don't have a coach for and and I'm guilty of this as well like uh, but like the, the word therapist for a lot of people is still seen as like a taboo or like a bad thing to have a therapist of like you have issues and you know oftentimes therapist is for one's own emotional health or maybe for a relationship and it's like those are two of the most important things that you can have is like to have a good relationship with yourself or to have a good relationship with your spouse and to just hope that that's gonna be good by luck versus to proactively have a coach for that thing. It's just kind of interesting to me how like, you know, luckily for us in the fitness industry, it is something where people have become accepting of wanting and needing a coach in that area. But I do think that it would, it, for those that can afford it or have people around them that can be that coach, um, you know, you should be open to having it in these other important areas, financial, relationships, health. Yeah, because it's all about improving. Like we, so we recently um, had a marriage group through our church mm -hmm. and it almost felt weird telling people that my wife and I were going to a marriage group because it was like, well, what's wrong, you yeah. know? And it's like, well, we just want to have the best possible relationship. So like, we're going to feed into that and learn how to best treat each other best how to raise our kids together and get on the same page and I mean it was amazing because it was like it just took our our relationship to that next level and yeah. it wasn't trying to fix anything it was just you know trying to improve yeah and again I want to take this back if you look at successful people sports is the easiest example every great athlete has had 
a great coach along the way that has facilitated them to their greatness. And, you know, a lot of them will openly tell you about all the great coaches that they've had. And they, they stand on the shoulders of those people, even though they themselves are talented and hardworking and all the things that they've done, they, they really wouldn't be who they were without coaches. So I think that's really important. And now how can we just translate that to health and fitness or these other areas that we're talking about? Yeah, and a lot, a lot of those athletes not only just had the coach on the field or the floor, but they had the coach like for the mindset and like, how are you living your life? Like, th- I think those, you'll see those coaches like pointed to even more than like the field coaches of like how they infected, affected uh, the best players like over the course of their playing careers. Yeah, so let's dive into like what a go- good coach is so that way you guys can better coach yourselves and embody the, the role of the coach for yourself when you need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that we think is really important for a coach to do is to ask really good questions. When a coach can ask great questions, essentially what they're doing is helping you provide the solution for yourself. Because again, if the coach is the one providing the solutions, then you're always going to be reliant on the coach. But if the coach can ask great questions, then it can really just help facilitate you finding those solutions for yourself. And you're also much more likely to follow through on a solution that, or an action step that you've created. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're just taking directions from a coach, you could follow them and do great with them, but you're not as likely to follow them as if you created those action steps yourself. Yeah, so let's go through some of those questions that we feel are really good questions to ask. This also goes back to our five whys episode, if you, if you want to go to that episode and dig deeper into those questions. But some of our favorite questions that we can ask ourselves, let's say on a week-to-week basis, is what were the bright spots or little victories or non-scale victories that I had over the last week? And it's often great with that question to think of, things that you did under your control that were those bright spots, Mm -hmm. right? Not just outcomes that you achieved, which are great too. You want to recognize those. If you lost some weight or you PR'd something, that's awesome. But if it was something where it's like, I got my four workouts in this week, even as crazy as this week was, I got my four workouts in this week. That was my goal. I hit it. I'm really a fan of things that are fully under your control that you can celebrate. A lot of times we're helping uh, our clients uncover those small wins too, because they'll come to us and be like, I had an awful week. It was just the worst. Like, you know, I, I avoided your call all day and I, I dreaded this phone call. And it's like, okay, well, well, let's look at like, what were some small wins? Like, I mean, really small, what went well? And then they start uncovering these things. It's like, that was great. Like you got three workouts in or you got four workouts in, like, don't dismiss that. Um, so it's a lot of times it's helping people uncover those small wins that they may have thought were too small to recognize. Yeah, most people are too hard on themselves. I think it starts with being honest with yourself. I think there are some clients that are not honest with themselves. But assuming you are honest with yourself, I would say 99.99% of people that we encounter are too hard on themselves, not too easy on themselves. So you have to have a little grace and empathy for yourself to even then be able to recognize those wins. Um, because there are people that when we point that out, they don't, they're not willing to celebrate. They won't let themselves acknowledge it as a win because they're so focused on what didn't go right. Even if they have yeah. four or five of those little wins, it still goes back to that, that one thing, one or two things that didn't go right. And those are 
the same clients that you'll you'll see working with coaches endlessly because they're always relying on some kind of empathy and support from someone else because they are so hard on themselves so a, a huge part of being a good coach is being a great listener and being empathetic to those per that what that person's going through and we often forget we have to do that to ourselves you know more than anything more than anyone yeah another good question to ask is what did you struggle with this week okay so we don't want to just focus on the good we want to focus on the things that um, could have been better and that starts with asking what do we struggle with this week did we did we miss those workouts did we have uh, a, a really bad weekend that that things got kind of we lost control of things over the weekend. What things did not go as planned, did not go as well as we had hoped? Yeah, we want to point out those obstacles and, and see what leading to our next question is what, what can we do better next week? You know, what got in the way this week that we can work on removing next week to have a better week? Yeah, and then going back to the first question of what bright spots or victories that we had one th way to uncover that is to ask a question of what are we grateful for? So we, we kind of stole this from the five minute journal, which Tony and I are big fans of, but oftentimes if we're stuck in a mindset of, I got to achieve this, think this didn't go well. I'm struggling with that. We need gratitude's kind of the way to cut through that. Mm -hmm. It's hard to be, it's hard to be anxious. It's hard to be upset and simultaneously be grateful. It's really impossible to be that. So, if we can focus on what are the things that's going well, what am I grateful for, then that can help to cut through and then help us proactively say, this is what I want to improve next week. Otherwise, we're in this mindset of like, well, I'm not even going to try or I'm not even going to bother because nothing's going to improve. Yeah. Um, and we can even take that to take these weekly questions to a daily thing. So like the five minute journal is a daily thing, mm -hmm. right? That we, that we look at daily to say, what am I grateful for today? What am I grateful for that happened yesterday? Um, so you could also ask what went well yesterday? What obstacles did I run into yesterday? What can I do better today? Um, I think it's good to take that daily inventory in addition to like a weekly inventory. So then once we're asking these questions, if, if we were a coach, you know, if I was coaching Tony and I'm asking these questions and he's answering them, my role as a coach, yes, I want to point out, hey, this was a win here. This was this was something, yes, you did in fact struggle with. I agree, this is what you can focus on next week. Most of what I'm doing as a coach is just being a sounding board for him. A lot of the stuff, a lot of the answers he already knows and him just saying them, even before he gets my feedback, just the act of him saying them and putting them into words, will oftentimes, he's gonna know the solutions, what are the next steps, just from saying them. So. A lot of times my role as a coach is just to listen, just to be that sounding board. And if you don't have someone that is aligned with your values, you don't have a coach to be that sounding board, we find that journaling can actually be that next best solution where when you can write stuff down on paper, you can answer some of these questions, you can fill out something like a five minute journal. It almost gives you a third party perspective on that thing to have a different viewpoint, a more constructive viewpoint on those things. Yeah, and when you're so when you have a coach, you feel accountable to that coach. A lot of it's like I don't want to let my coach down. A lot of people take that approach, and in a way, the journal can be that accountability partner. Mm -hmm. You know, where you know you're gonna enter your in, enter into it each day and truthfully, you know, be accountable to it and, and list what's been going on, what's been going well. Um, so 
even after you stop working with a coach, something in a physical form like that can be very, very valuable. Yeah. And then the next thing that I think a coach does really well, which I think is a misconception, is that I think a lot of times people hire a coach or work with a coach expecting that the coach is going to tell them to do more. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes a coach is there to tell you to do less. Yeah. A coach is oftentimes narrowing your focus like a laser beam onto a specific thing the most important the low-hanging fruit that you need right now and then at times you will add to that at times you will probably eventually do more but chances are you've already been trying to do more chances are you're already a little scattered and you have five different things that you're trying to do and that's the reason you're not following through with any of them so the coach is there to say you know what disregard these two Let's focus on these two or three right now. Let's get them down for the next three or four weeks. Let's get some momentum. Let's get some confidence. Then if these things are going well, then we'll think about doing this change or doing this change. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like, tell me what to do, coach. Like, give me, give me more stuff. You know, mm -hmm. give me the extra stuff that I need to be doing to, for success. And it's like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut stuff out. Like, so good coaches are good editors. Like, they know what the lowest hanging fruit is and what, what we mean when we say that, it's like the thing that's the easiest thing to do or start that's gonna get us the biggest bang for our buck, right? It's gonna have the highest return on the energy that we put into it. Yeah, it's the 80-20 principle, the 20% the of, of effort that's gonna produce 80% or more of the results that we want doesn't mean at some point we won't attack the other 20%, but we're not gonna try to spread ourselves too thin to try to capture that last little bit of improvement when we know that one or two small changes can potentially lead to 80% of the difference that we're looking for. Yeah. So I think, uh, let's see, we have uh, the sounding board, the editor, and then kind of a director, right? Like the steer of the ship. They know when um, we're heading too far in one direction, we need to redirect, um, adjust course, right? And get back, back on track. Uh, so the coach is really good about making sure we're, we're heading in the right direction. Yeah, I think a coach is, is really great for helping us set that first plan, but then where a coach really becomes very valuable for people is when they inevitably start to hit plateaus, they have a week where they go a little backwards, they have a week where they go a little off track, and that coach can say, no, keep doing what you're doing, you're fine, keep doing what you're doing. Their coach can say, you know what, let's remove this and add this in instead. Or, you know, we got to correct course pretty dramatically because this is clearly not working. And oftentimes that's more rare. It's usually those subtle changes, but it gets people out of this second guessing mindset. The coach provides clarity. And mm -hmm. I find that the clarity becomes most important when we get a few weeks in, a few months in, when the client starts to hit those, those times that feel like plateaus, whether they are or not, that's where most people, I think, tend to tend to give up on themselves. I think that's a good point to just mention clarity. I think when people start coaching themselves, whatever area of their life it is, as they do it more and more, they're gonna feel like they have more clarity in that area and just a clearer picture of where they wanna go. So you might not even know like the goals you want, but it takes like getting into the goal, the kind of like this weekly and daily uh, questions to kind of gain that clarity of where you want to go. Definitely. Um, how do you want to wrap this up? <laughs> um, so we kind of mentioned it, but like that whole, uh, you're a better, you, you're uh, hardest on yourself, 
versus um, other people. So like one of the things I like to think about when I'm coaching myself is like, I'm coaching myself, I have a problem that I need to solve. Let me picture this as a friend of mine that I'm trying to help. What kind of advice would I give them? Because somehow we just give better advice to other people than to ourselves. And mm-hmm. I think it goes back to like that we're harder on ourselves, we maybe expect more uh, and have higher expectations for ourselves. Uh, but we just kind of find the right things to say or we give better advice when we distance ourselves from the situation and kind of take out that zoomed out view and be like, oh, like now I can see the direction that we should go. Like here, you're over the maze, right? You're over it, over the labyrinth, and you can see the direction of where we should go. And while we were in it and we couldn't see the direction, the next steps. Yeah, I, I love that point. I think that's so, so huge. And yeah, I think we all have experienced that where we give advice to someone and we're like, that's amazing. I didn't, where'd that come from? You know, I wish I would have said that to myself. And, and I, sh- I do think it comes from... I should be an Instagram coach. How <laughs> oh, amazing. A little bit of that emotional detachment and I think empathy as well, kind of the combination of those two. Um, so yeah, we'll wrap it up there. And again, if you guys are, are struggling to go out this alone, we can definitely help. We want to give you the tools to be able to do this on your own. But I think, as we said, if there's an area of your life that is important to you and you wanna get better and things haven't been working and you know they could be better, then that is where you should hire a coach to help you help guide you along the way. So if you guys want a coach and you wanna be able to go deeper with your goals and attack more than just your workouts, you wanna look at nutrition and lifestyle and everything that goes into you living a better life, then, then we can definitely help. Don't uh, hesitate to reach out. Send us an email, andrew at fittown.com or tony at fittown.com. And we'll see you guys on the next episode.